This is the Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema. My name is Beck Charwood and with me is my gorgeous co-host Alex J. This is the podcast where we watch all the movies that dudes have told us we have to see. And if you would like to support us, please head to patreon.com slash the ladies guide to dude cinema. At the moment, we are doing another two-part trivia game special with video. Yes. Head over there for $7 a month. You can have a look at our faces and all of our back catalog. There's so much stuff in there, you guys. There's like a hundred bonus episodes up there. There's so much stuff. So much stuff. So worth $7. Absolutely. How are you, my love? I am good. I'm a little husky because it is the morning where we are. It is the morning. Um, I had my music trivia last night and we had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, a lot of projecting. A lot of the projecting. Voice. Yes. There's a microphone. I see that as optional. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I am. I'm not husky, but I'm a bit slow because it, it is the morning. It as, is the morning. As you mentioned. Yes. And I want to say thank you for joining me here in this morning. I did request a morning record because um, my... Sydney Comedy Festival show opens tonight, but this yes. episode comes out after it. So thanks to everyone who came. And no thanks if you didn't. Yeah. I have a question for you, my love. Yes. What have you watched this week? Okay. I watched a little comedy special on Netflix Ooh. Uh, by Chris Stefano called Speshy Weshy. <laughs> I'm in. Uh, and it was really good. Oh, I really nice. like it. Like he's... Like very loose and like very story okay, cool. teller y. Um, and it's only 36 minutes long. Oh my God, a breeze. <laughs> yeah. That's so, how long comedy specials should be now. I like that. Yeah, I exactly. like that a lot. Um, so if you watch that, and if you like that, then he's got a really great story on YouTube uh, about what he lived through 9 11, and it's a very funny story. <laughs> um, so if you like that, then there's the sequel uh, yeah. to follow it up on YouTube. <laughs> Love a funny 9-11 yeah. story. Oh, you <laughs> don't, don't hear a lot of them. You don't get enough. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, my love? Um, I have not watched anything new this week. Okay. It's just, just we're watching so many movies for this podcast. So <laughs> what I uh, what I watched this week is a movie called Volcano. Yes. Should we just jump Let's straight in? Let's get okay. into it. <clears throat> Let's so, jump vol- into the magma. <laughs> Let's jump into the volcano that is under the ground. Uh, so this movie was requested quite a few times. Right, yeah. After we did Dante's Peak because we were talking uh, about Dante's Peak and, you know, 90s disaster movies and a lot of people were like, well, if you like that, you'll like another volcano <laughs> movie that came out the exact same year as Dante's Peak <laughs> called Volcano. <laughs> so uh, Okay, I can't help but feel that those messages saying, well, since you love Dante's Peak, you'll love Volcano, were directly addressed to you. <laughs> and not much consideration for a little back child over here. <laughs> okay, yeah, I think the listeners knew who... To talk to you on that one. Um, um, but after last week, the pain that you went through for uh, okay. Doctor Strange, I think it is only fair. That we switch. Yes, that you get something you enjoy. Thank you. Um, and I really hope you enjoyed this. I did. Yay. Okay, so this comes from, um, I think there are even more requests than this, but these are the two that made it to our Google Doc. Uh, so Chibs on Instagram said, Dante's Peak episode, another classic. It reminded me of the Tommy Lee Jones movie that came out at the same time called Volcano. I guess the market research told them that Dante's Peak was too confusing a title. Yep. Anyway, Volcano is amazing and completely messed up. Tommy Lee somehow directs lava flow through downtown Los Angeles using nothing but cement barriers. 
barricades. How did he get them watertight? Never explained. Uh, so Chibs is actually a host of a very funny podcast called A Thousand and One Songs That Make You Want to Die. Uh, Beck and I have both been guests on that before and it's a lot of fun, so check that out. And also Sarah on Patreon requested Volcano. She said it came out at the same year as Dante's Peak. Volcanoes were so hot in 1997, <laughs> pun intended. <laughs> Always here for a pun, Sarah. Oh, love Thank a good you. pun. Love. What are you, Will Anderson? <laughs> Loves a good pun. Loves a pun that much. So, my love, what yes. has your history with the movie Volcano? I had never heard of it mm. until those messages came into our inbox, mm-hmm. and I thought, oh my goodness. When the second one came through, I was like, it's going to happen. Okay, I guess we're watching Volcano. The third request came through. I was like, all right, I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to shape up. All right, guys, we get it. Fine. <laughs> um, so that's my history with this movie. Okay. I mean, you as a 90s disaster f- film expert, what is your history with this movie? I don't know how. It must have been the Dante's Peak thing. It passed me by. I what? never even heard of this movie. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I can't believe I slept on it for so long. It's Everything I love in a 90s cheesy disaster film. Um, so, yeah, so I had no preconception. I only knew what these uh, cinemates told us. And so Tommy Lee Jones was an interest. I was excited to see him. Yeah. Because, like, 90s Tommy Lee, like, that was his element, you know. Mm. So, yeah, but I had no I had no preconception, no expectations. Shall we jump in? Let's do it. To the volcano. <laughs> Good morning, Southern California. We're heading for a high of 75 degrees. Didn't take long to get our first zig alert this morning. This morning's shaker surprised all of us here in the Fox 11 newsroom. This was a small to moderate earthquake. Epicenter in magnitude is in for a Epicenter in Palmdale. Palmdale. Is the word. If a dam breaks and the mayor calls, I don't want you telling her Rourke went fishing. Okay, we don't pull her off the slopes for even a 4.9. Gas explosion in the MacArthur Park area. Rescue crews. Oh, it's only got two and a half stars. <laughs> <laughs> Volcano. The coast is toast. Like Will Anderson right this. <laughs> <laughs> An earthquake shatters a peaceful Los Angeles morning and opens a fissure deep into the earth, causing lava to start bubbling up. As a volcano begins forming in the La Brea tar pits, the director of the city's emergency management service, working with a geologist, must then use every resource in the city to try and stop the volcano from consuming LA. I mean, it's, it's me. That's it. Yeah. Um, so, Beck, for anyone who hasn't seen the classic 1997 volcano movie titled Volcano, how would you describe it? Okay, so this movie asks the question, can a white man solve everything, <laughs> including a natural disaster? And the answer is, hell fucking Absolutely. yes. He can do anything he sets his mind to. <laughs> There is everything you want in this movie that is just like classic 90s cinema. There's a dad. There's a daughter he's trying to get close to. Yes. There's a dog. Of course, there's a dog. (laughs) There is a small child in peril. Peril. (laughs) There is a a sassy black man who's not taking any fucking names (laughs) and he's wearing what are those fucking golf hats? Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I was like, what is this? <laughs> Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's the crossover of Dante's Peak and Happy Gilmore. You get yeah. Volcano. Everyone knows that. Uh, as a quintessential 90s film as well, uh, they assume that everyone in the whole world knows everything about LA. Yeah, true. Uh, they, uh, <laughs> the assumption that everyone knows the and cares. geographical assumption. About every highway and street. That's so fucking LA though, isn't it? Yeah. They're obsessed with their highways. They're like, they've seen speed. They'll know what's <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The main character in this film is Los Angeles. Yeah. And then Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. And then Anne And then the volcano, which I think honestly has like volcano anxiety. <laughs> Because it's just, like, so, like, slow and, like, sorry, I'm just going to wiggle on down through the drains. Do you mind if I just, like, come up for a bit? And I'm going to, like, suck right back down. I promise. I won't be here for long. Mm -mm. I'm not going to just, like, go over everything. I'm not fucking, oh, my God, I would never be as rude as fucking Mount Vesuvius. (laughs) Who am I, Dante's Peak? Yeah. That cunt. I would never be so rude. I'm actually here to just meet a couple of agents, you know, network. To a couple of auditions. You have a pilot season, guys. So <laughs> just don't mind me. I'll be gone soon. <laughs> okay, so this uh, volcano wants to make it in LA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I would say, unfortunately, it doesn't. No. It but does. it left a lasting impact. It did, yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay, so I have to I have to know. Did you like this movie? I uh, okay, I have to tell you something. Yep. I I've discovered something about myself watching this movie, Mm -hmm. and that is apparently movies about volcanoes. (laughs) Just knock me the fuck out. (laughs) (laughs) You just left in Dante's Peak too, didn't you? That's right. I forgot about You missed a big chunk of Dante. I missed a big chunk of it because I fell asleep. What's something about I don't know, about the like, about the heat the the visceral heat coming from the it heat, like, the ash going through the air just like comfy. a dry old man I don't know what it is but I just go I just I'm like it slides out it's time to go <laughs> the volcano's lights come on your lights yeah, go like, out all right, this is nice warm lighting. <laughs> It was beautiful lighting in this yeah. film. The palette was gorgeous. Mm. But I did – so I did fall asleep watching this. That's fine. But then this morning I woke up at 8 a.m. and I finished watching it. I did notice I got a very early morning message from you this morning. <laughs> what the fuck is she doing up this? Okay. And she's never up before 10. What's going on? I was doing my job. It was literally to the point where I had to go back and check out emails with the studio to make sure we were booked in for 10 o'clock and not 9 because I was oh like, if Beck's up this early, I've fucked something up. Oh, my God, I need to change. No, I'm kidding. Oh, my God, no, I'm I kidding. need to do better. I no, wake up I till need nine. to. This is, I have no reason to sleep in as much as I do. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> okay, cool. So you, you got most of it. Look, there's not a yeah. lot. For a two-hour movie, there's not a lot of storyline in this film. Yeah. It was the barricade part that I was like, I mean, so we're just going to ignore reality. I'm, all right, I don't need to be here. Um, <sighs> so I obviously loved this film. Of course. As you said. I'm it's, so glad. Yeah, I really, uh, 
I watched this with Luke and we had a lot of fun watching this film. Yeah. It's just, it's silly. It's just so silly. I love disaster movies when they're silly. And it just, like you said, it's got everything you want from a 90s disaster film. And also just storyline-wise, it does, like, it It starts straight away, mm-hmm. like inciting incident straight away. There's not an hour of build-up like there is these days. It's yeah. just like we meet the characters and all of a sudden there's an earthquake and we're in. We're in. We just it's know going. that it's happening right now. And then, yeah, there's a main protagonist, usually a white man, mm-hmm. who saves the day despite not having the knowledge or degrees or qualifications to save the day. Somehow he becomes a geological expert and does save the day. Yes. Even though he's a cop. (laughs) Even though everyone around him is literally more qualified than Mm. he is. Yeah. But he's the one. He didn't waste time getting qualified because he knew that he was smarter the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though there are literally two very qualified women Mm -hmm. who probably should have been the protagonists of saving the day. (laughs) So it's just everything I love. I could just watch it. I could just switch off. You know, everything was just beautiful and stupid and – like you said, there's a daughter and a father relationship that's strained and at, by the end of it, they come back together and it's just, ugh, I love it. This I can't I can't say how much I love this film. <laughs> I'm so glad. Cool. Especially after Doctor Strange. I'm yes. really, really, really glad. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> we can be friends again. <laughs> Goodness. So we're just, let's start with Tommy Lee. Yes. Jones. Okay. Another dry... White man. Dry white man. Uh, can someone get him a serum? Uh, j- hydrate. My yeah. goodness. Has this, I guess in the 90s, like hyaluronic serums didn't exist yet. Mm-mm. So everyone's faces were just crackly and I, liney. I would say that, but then his co star. Oh, and Hirsch. Soft. Oh, beautiful. What a gorgeous woman. Gorgeous skin. Mm, Next true. to just a desert. Just. Yeah, <laughs> just- desert. And then let's make let's make a, a, a brief storyline in this film, potentially a romantic entanglement between the desert of a man and the, <laughs> the hydrated, beautiful creek of a woman. <laughs> Sorry, that's disgusting. That is disgusting. Oh my god, why was that so gross? I hope to one day be described as a creek of a woman. <laughs> God, <laughs> there's so many better bodies of water. <laughs> a lake, a river, an ocean, a spring, a waterfall, <laughs> a lagoon. No, lagoon's pretty nasty too. Nah, she gets a creek. Gets she gets a, a babbling brook. So what did you think of Tommy Lee Jones? Have you seen him in much of stuff before? I only remember him from the Men in Black mm. franchise. Was he in Independence Day? No. That was Bill Paxton. Uh, I think. <laughs> it was all so long ago. It's just those, yeah, it's that 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 whole group of 90s white men disaster movie cinema actors. There was only like five people that they chose from. Yeah. So it's one of them. Yeah, exactly. That's how I felt. I was like, yeah. cut and paste, whatever. What yeah. did you think of him? I thought he was great. He's. I, I think I've mainly only seen him in Men in Black, but I used to watch Men in Black all the time. So I feel like I'm quite... Familiar with Tommy Lee Jones. And this Mm. is everything you want from a Tommy Lee Jones role as well. His natural state is yelling. Yeah. He doesn't know how to whisper. And he gets to do a lot of it in this. And he gets to, he orders people around. He's a figure of authority. It's everything you want from a 90s Tommy Lee as well. Yeah. Did you, what, 
I actually watched this like over a week ago and you watched Fresh. it this morning. <laughs> in the last 12 hours in two sittings. <laughs> was, I can't remember, was there an actual romantic storyline between Anne Hesh and him or was it, it kind of implied? Implied. Okay. And I'm very glad that it wasn't, they didn't kiss yes. because for the fact he, okay, so I, I felt so uncomfortable because again, she is a soft creek of <laughs> And he is a dry old man. And I had to look up their age difference. Yes. 23 years. Oh, bummer. So he was like, when this started, he, this film, he was like 51 and she was 28. Ew. Yeah. That's not okay. And he was an old 51 too. old 51. I was hoping that just Tommy Lee Jones has just always looked like a dry desert of a man Mm. from the age of 20 and that maybe he was only like 40 in this film. Mm -mm, 51. (sighs) Dear one. Okay. And I was like, that's just a little too, like, it's like, (sighs) I feel like the standard age gap, which is still not good for Hollywood, is like 15 years. (laughs) When it goes over 20, I'm like, God, please, for fuck's sake. Yeah, that's a whole adult's. Lifespan of an age difference. When you get into adulthood, lifespans, age differences, that's too much. Yeah. Mm -mm. Let's keep it 16 (laughs) and under. Keep it the space of a child. (laughs) Please. That's the rule. That's the rule. (laughs) Um, I really didn't like that. Yeah. Okay. I agree with you. I'm very glad they didn't kiss. Yeah. And I'm glad there's no volcano too, where I was like, that would be 100% where the plot would go. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So relieved. Uncomfortable with it. But both of them were fantastic. I think Anne Hesch has, I think she's been in another movie with a much older male co-star that they end up hooking up in. Have you ever seen Six Days, Seven Nights? It's the same era. Same. I used to love this film. Not a disaster movie, but a plane crash onto an island movie. A la right. Castaway So style. a disaster does happen in it, but it's not in the disaster movie category. Yeah. Why, Why did I love this film? <laughs> <laughs> and her co-star is Harrison Ford, and they definitely do end up hooking up. And I have to think he was around the same age gap. Oh, my God, this poor woman. Yeah. Wait, so what do you think it is about you and disaster movies? <laughs> I don't know. I've never reflected on it before. I think I was a bit of a, a morbid child, like teen. I, I definitely was like had a fascination with, I guess, yeah, disaster mm. and like fucked up stuff, like loved horror movies and stuff. So maybe it right. just like it just tickled that little vein for me. Yeah, interesting. Because what kind of what were the main like genres you grew up watching when you were in your teen years? Oh, um, myself in the mirror. Of course. Um, <laughs> of course. I uh, comedies, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I think I just, from the ages of 13 to 18, I just watched the movie Scrubs. <laughs> uh, the movie Scrubs? The TV series Scrubs. Yeah, I get that. Back to front over and over again. And then 500 Days of Summer. Yes. A bunch of times. That's yeah. what I was obsessed with. And I'm in my dark little hole watching volcanoes yeah. and twisters <laughs> and deep impact asteroids, tidal waves. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> Do you think it was maybe like an anxiety thing? Probably, actually. Of like... Inc- oh, my God. Yeah, totally. <laughs> of like preparing for the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Because I did when I was really obsessed with Armageddon and Deep Impact and the idea of uh, asteroids coming to Earth and then tsunamis. And I had, I remember I had a plan in my head for if if we ever had a tsunami, what I would do and how I would go about surviving it. And I remember my plan was. What was the plan? (laughs) To stand on the beach 
And when the tsunami comes, dive under it like you do with <laughs> like you do in a, with a wave in the surf. Yeah, just duck under, just push duck the under. front of your board down. I don't down. know why no one just ducked under the tidal waves. <laughs> Stupid idiots. <laughs> Wait, how old were you when you made this plan? Like 10. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I was like, with all the disaster movie knowledge, surely. She doesn't seem to have taken a lot on board. Yeah. I mean, they do make it look so easy. They do. Yeah, like it's not actually a moment of peril. No, and I didn't have a lot of like mountains to, try, you know, climb up around me. So mm. on the central coast of New South Wales. So I was just going <laughs> to jump under it. But um, yes, okay. So who else? We've got Don Cheadle. Yes. As you said, who who plays the, the golf hat man. Yeah. No, never stressed by... Yes, thank you for bringing that up. Can I say also, it doesn't the stress levels that people had and the panic levels didn't match how immediate the threat was mm. throughout this film. I think that added to like the very like level storyline because mm-hmm. I feel like we got twenty minutes in and then we just stayed at that pace. True. Yes, for the whole hour. As soon as the lava came like up, yeah, onto the land, mm. we kind of yeah, we stayed in that for like an hour. Yeah, and the lava like it kept moving, it kept creeping, and quite often they were like two meters from the the moving lava <laughs> just... and just having a chat. Yeah, not, not freaking out, not panicking, not running, not running, <laughs> not being like, oh, we should probably move. It's right there actually, and yeah. it's moving, so we should probably move with it, but try and get in front of it. No, we'll just we'll keep pace. Dude, that's like such a dude thing of being like, no, no, I've got eyes on it. I'm if watching, it gets closer, I'll move. I'm watching it. Don't worry. Yeah. Hell. Why would I react? <laughs> Why would I plan ahead? That's a waste of my time. And my energy. I'm present. To be honest. It's not my fault that you're not present. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I went somewhere. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Don Cheadle is in it, and what did you think of him? I look, I love Don Cheadle on screen. Mm. I think he's fantastic. I love him in Black Monday. Oh, so I haven't funny. seen that. It's really good. Oh, great! It's really, really funny and kind of a disaster movie. You know, it's about the financial crisis mm. in like the eighties or something. Oh, cool. Um, I haven't watched it in a minute, but he's really good in that, and I just really like watching him on screen. Like he's just like a very enjoyable, yeah, face to watch. Mm, yeah. Uh, but this one, he was, like, too in control. Yeah. He was so relaxed. Like, I think his character was meant to be, like, yeah, I live for disaster. Mm-hmm. I fucking love disaster. Yes. I felt like he was just doing, like, the little, like, rock hand symbol. Like, I love it. Yeah, this is my jam. Uh. This, is what I, this is what I'm here for. <laughs> so true. I feel like, but, yeah, his performance didn't get there. Yeah. Like, but you're right. I think he was meant to be, like, the the nerdy geological maybe that explains the bowler cap <laughs> like, yeah. the nerdy geological guy who's like yes i'm in my element and i'm in the control room and i've you know i'm speaking i'm like getting off on this stuff but like similar to i don't know if you remember that the um the team that was around pierce brosnan in dante's peak i cannot say i do <laughs> do you remember pierce brosnan was in Dante's? i do i vaguely remember yes i remember that embarrassing realization <laughs> so yeah so he had a little team around him who were like disaster chases like fetish fetish basically right like they were like they get off on it because that is their jam that is their life and i feel like that's what don Cheadle's character yeah, was meant to yeah, do yeah. but instead he was just this like cool relaxed guy who didn't seem to be panicked at all yeah i couldn't help like think like him just like going home on like a regular day and just like be like uh, <laughs> ah, where's the disaster it can't exist like this. 
just knocking shit over in his apartment, just breaking glass. Because yeah. <laughs> he just can't cope. There's a disaster. <sighs> All right, I'm okay now. I'm so glad you brought up the lack of panic thing because I feel like throughout this movie, so much bad stuff was happening. Mm. So much death, so much carnage. Yep. And no one was at the level of like this is national emergency. Like the fact that they didn't they didn't evacuate the city at all. Yeah. And they're they, like it would be too hard with the traffic in LA. <laughs> The 405 is banked up to shit right now. Yeah, I, the, the I-5's not going to take that kind of <laughs> we got to take the 405 to the 10, and the 10 is clear. Yeah. So we can get out that way. Yeah. All right, everyone, they're taking the 10. The- yeah, they didn't talk about evacuation no. or anything, and they knew that there was a volcano literally <laughs> under the entire city. But I love that stuff. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. What did you – okay, let's talk Anne Hesh and her character. Okay. Love. Love. Adore. She was amazing. Mm. She was very, very cool. And it kind of bothered me because I was like, she's a genius. Like, she's yeah, a geologist, scientist, smart. Yeah. And at no point was she swinging her dick around. No. At no point was she just like to the men be like, hey, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, this, you know what? Actually, now I think about it, this pissed me off mm-hmm. of like, she was so qualified and she was like, no, I know what's going to happen. And then at the last minute, Tommy Lee Jones is like, actually, no, you're wrong and you're stupid. Yeah. And then at the end, she's like, you're right. I was stupid. <laughs> oh, my God. If we'd done my stupid idea that I had come up with after years and years of studying, mm-hmm. everyone would have died. And I guess, like, thank you so much for talking down to me. If I wasn't <laughs> put in my place, we would all be dead. Yeah. If I didn't have my silly little woman ideas. Ugh. Gosh, what a different situation this would be. You're right. She is a literal genius in this film. She knows so much more than Tommy Lee. And there was one little moment at the beginning when they first meet where they're in the park mm. at the back of the van and she's explaining tectonic plates to him and she's yeah. and she's, she's she's doing it in a kind of a condescending voice. And I was like, yes, bitch. And I hoped that's what we were going to get from her character for the rest of the film. But, yeah, she doesn't. <laughs> For the rest of the film, she's just like, hey, I'm here. I can help if you want. Yeah. Um, I have so much knowledge <laughs> yeah. about this thing that you have no knowledge of. Yeah. Um, so I can help. Yeah. But totally fine if not. <laughs> I'm going to let you do you. Yeah. And I'm just going to feature on this track. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to do some backup vocals to whatever you need. <laughs> I can harmonize really yeah. well, but you need to lead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I couldn't help but wonder if, like, if it was written that so her and her friend Rachel, who tragically passes, passes away by falling into the lava mm. crack, um, I couldn't help but wonder. I wonder if their if their characters were men, like do geologists, if it would have been written a bit more that Combative. they were, yeah, or they, yeah. Were, they were like more of a team, and Tommy Lee would have been a bit more like, all right, let's go, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah. Also, but- did you get the vibes okay with her uh, geologist partner? For a second, I was like, are these a couple of queers? I I got that vibe too. I very much got that vibe. I was kind of hoping that they were like a lesbian. That would have been so cool. Couple and like she's like Tommy Lee Jones is like it's on, and she's like that's so funny because it's not. It's on. so not. It's <laughs> so not on. Yeah, that would have been cool because also Anne Hesh has a um. 
like her, I think she came out really late in life or something. And there was like, she was obviously the butt of a joke for a long time in the nineties around her sexuality and stuff. But I know that that was like a big feature of her like celebrity lifestyle is that she, she was a lesbian. So like that would have been really cool if she played one before she came out publicly. Yeah. Why is okay. Then it's so crazy that in the nineties, there's like, wasn't that long ago mm. that being gay was still like was like well okay that but she's but she's pretty yeah I don't no 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 Mm-mm-mm. she's lying yeah she's like I think she dated she dated either Ellen or Portia at one point right something like that the other two the other only <laughs> two queers nineties queers yeah <laughs> so we've got Don Cheadle oh what did you think of the Daughter. The daughter. She's, I know, do you know her, that actor? She looks so familiar. She's been in heaps. Of, this was her first role. I had to look it up. Um, But she's it, just in recent years been in a lot of stuff. She was in Transparent. Um, She was the daughter in <gasps> Transparent. Was. And I've just seen her. She's been in a lot of stuff. Um, So it was cool to see her as a little baby. She was great. She was really good. Like she was, every time she was, on the screen, look again, everyone in this was a really great actor. Yeah. In such a like Ridiculous middle of the road movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was great and she was always stunning. Really yeah. so pretty. She, she was that perfect 90s daughter. Like she looked exactly mm. like all of the kids in like Mrs. Doubtfire and all of those movies. Um, but she did, yeah, I agree. She did, like, such a good yeah. performance. Oh, most stunning eyebrows I've ever seen. I had mad she eyebrow doesn't, envy. She doesn't lose them. She's, I oh, promise you, for the rest of her life, for her. Have brow envy of good that woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to just do a quick little shout-out to a little cameo that came up that Luke and I were very excited for. So, you know, when she, the daughter, is being babysat by someone, just, like, this one scene where they're yeah. watching TV together, that's um, – played by Susie from Curb Your Enthusiasm, and it's very exciting <laughs> to see her. I've not seen her in anything else. Oh, wow. Before. I thought, like, Susie from Curb was her only role that she's ever had. And here she is as a little, like, babysitter in a 90s movie. Fucking loved it. That's so cute. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out, Suze. All right, and there was a lot of other characters, like all of the – cop guys who yeah. I, that big tall man who I assumed was evil at first but then he ended up being good because he carried the train driver out of the melting yeah. train oh my god that was so <laughs> hectic that was really hectic like oh, but oh, I was so mad the whole scene because I was like the train carriage is on fire it's metal oh my god you're inside guess what you are a little roast chicken. Yeah. <laughs> you are not alive. I, I was very frustrated by that scene uh, because I liked that they showed that his, like, shoes were melting as he was walking along. So I'm yeah. like, yes, because that's another example of them not panicking enough. They keep showing when they're going up to the train to save all of the passengers inside. They show that the lava is, like, two metres away from mm. the train and they're just getting on. I'm like, guys, you obviously don't have enough time. Get out. Yeah. Why are you not panicking? The lava is right It's right fucking there. That happens so many times. I'm like, you guys just don't respect the lava. Yeah. I think. <laughs> what happened in this It's your main qualm film. with this movie yeah. is respect. Respect the lava. Respect the disaster. Okay, you and Skip need to have a chat. His favorite thing is respect. <laughs> and his least favorite lava? thing? Disrespect. Of course. You, I, don't talk to me about disrespecting the lava. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's... One of my big platforms. <laughs> and then, like, 
just another stupid moment where he like tries to jump over, over the, the lava, lava, but he doesn't while carrying make this it. like two hundred kilo man. Yeah, and <laughs> jumps, and he, you get this like su- you get the wide side shot in slow mo of him jumping. So when it started that shot, I was like, oh, maybe he's gonna make it because they're doing it in slow mo, so it'll be like mm. a victorious like, yeah, we made it. <laughs> But he gets half. He makes it halfway. Yeah, and it falls straight into the lava. You think he lands, but then you just start. It keeps going down. It just, just melts into the lava, and throws the big old train driver to safety. Yeah, he thro- so stupid. And then he melts. Oh my god! Okay, speaking of the train driver, he had one of my favorite acting moments, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This is exactly how I act." <laughs> so I was like, it was good to see. He's like, oh, I can get a job one day. Uh, is that him when he's like walking onto the train? He walks past like the train driver who's like clocking off, mm-hmm. and clearly they they did it in two shots. Okay. And they in the second shot, he start he's like laughing as if the guy had told a joke, but they cut it out. <laughs> so he just looks like he's walking past, and he goes. That's great. You didn't need to make that big of a choice. You just had to walk on. Just a quick little nod of acknowledgement. (laughs) Good joke, comrade. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. What did you think of the lava? Um, I don't want to disrespect it um, in front of you. (laughs) But I do have to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought its performance was average. Pretty average. I wasn't scared of the lava because no one else was was i was like lava come on like take up more space yes be a little bit more aggressive that's pull focus right it's an anxious volcano it's an anxious volcano the fact that it's not even an actual volcano right were you expecting a like a volcano to a like uh, yeah. emerge from los angeles yeah they yeah. kind of dissed it they're like it's not a volcano it's a fissure <laughs> <laughs> then call the movie fissure <laughs> like like an anal fissure because it's that era where you it was still early enough in cinema history that you could just call movies what about what they're about yeah like volcano (laughs) twister Mm. armageddon others yeah (laughs) i don't have many more examples that's more than i could come up with fisher fisher they correctly named this film Oh, oh, one character I would love to talk about mm. is uh, the <laughs> little blonde child that goes missing. <gasps> Tommy. Of oh. course, his name is fucking Tommy. Yes, it's either Tommy or Billy. Yeah, they're yeah. the only names allowed for children. In the 90s. In the 90s. He was so cute. So, so cute. Yeah. Is he in anything? Oh, no, I would like to look up if he's in anything else. <laughs> he was really cute. Okay, well, let's oh. take- They were played by... Uh, Jared and Taylor Thorne, who I imagine I, sounds like it was maybe a twin situation, a la Olsen. Oh. But it doesn't look like he's been, they've done anything since. That's shame. Shame. Oh, yeah, they don't even have pictures on IMDb. Yeah. Woohoo. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, such a cute, uh, such cute kids. So, yes, very, They very pulled cute. the wool over our eyes. They did, didn't they? <laughs> um, I, <laughs> my, I think this is my favorite part of the movie. Okay. Is at the end when like the 
one of the like black cops is carrying him, mm-hmm. being like, "All right, let's go find your mom. What does she look like?" <laughs> <laughs> and then he looks around, <laughs> and all the people are covered in ash. <laughs> and in a in a sentence that I think fixed racism with the gravitas that he delivered the line, <laughs> looks around and goes. They all look the same. Cue um, swell of music yeah, and, then, and then just like a slow motion pan across to all these people who yeah. are just all covered in soot and ash and blood. Yeah, of all different races that it don't matter. look exactly the same. No. <laughs> Very clearly can see. Yeah, of course. Facial features. <laughs> Discerning then, features. Yeah. Fucking idiot kid. It's like, what? This movie's about race? (laughs) We had to pause it after that. And Luke literally said to me, was that like a race comment? (laughs) I was like, babe, I don't know, because that has not come up once in this film before (laughs) or since this moment. And after that, I was like, well, what did we need the BLM movements for? We fixed it in the movie Volcano. (laughs) Little Martin Luther King Jr. over here. Oh my god, I forgot about that moment. It's so funny. Oh, so good. God, I love this film. I, I kind of love it too. It's so stupid. <laughs> and like speaking of race, that whole like weird little story, separate storyline of the white cop who like just really wants to arrest that black dude. <laughs> <laughs> Even while a natural disaster is happening around them yeah. and he's like, no, I'm going to get you going downtown. Yeah. Mate, there is There's a, no downtown. There cunt. is lava. Yeah. The, this is the real life the floor is lava. Yeah. Take my fucking handcuffs off. And then he's all just like, God damn it, like I really wanted to fuck with that black dude's life. Yeah, and he never gets over it. There's no story arc of just being like, oh, let him there's go. A we- there's a moment at the end where they're they're trying to pick up the the concrete. Dividers. Yeah, six and, men are trying to pick up a concrete divider. And they're not strong enough. And yeah. then the black guy's like, do you want me to jump in and help? Because I'm a big, big, strong black man. And they're like, fine, take your cuffs off, come help us. And then he does. And then so that's what gets the cops respect slightly for him. Yeah, he's like, all right, he might not be a criminal. Okay. I might let this slide since he's helping with a natural disaster that could kill us all. And possibly his family might have already perished. Like, he's got a whole life yeah. that he might want to check on throughout this disaster. What and was it- his crime? I don't, I don't know if we even found out. Oh, my God. Okay. Being black. I mean, maybe, maybe he's a mass murderer. I mean, true. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know his backstory. We don't know. I feel like it wasn't that, though. It's probably not that. And then at the end, after they're like, yay, everything's fixed, and they're like, no, 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 actually there's still, like, heaps of fires around LA, especially in the, like, lower socioeconomic areas. Like, we really need to go and help them. He was like, I live in one of those areas. Can we get some people, some, some fire trucks down to help? And the cop who hated him was like, all right, you can go help your family. And that was meant to be, like, the redeeming arc for the cops. Yeah. Like, no, that's just your job anyway. Yeah. Go help any area that is in peril. Yeah. You're not going to be like, oh, I would, but you saw the TV. Yeah. So So your entire suburb can burn for all Mm. I care. And you can think about what you did. (laughs) 
fuck. That's like when the line, when he said the kid delivered the line of like, they all look the same. And it's like, yeah, they might all look the same, but some of them are going to go to jail yeah. for the looting that everyone did. And it's some just, of them aren't. It's just like, I just don't. Who wrote that scene? Who wrote that line? What do you actually, it's so like tone deaf. It's like, mm. okay, now we treat everyone the same because everyone's covered in ash. Yeah. Like, I get what, but it was just so, so poorly, so poorly done. done. <laughs> um, can I do a shout out to another main character in this yes. film, Wilshire Boulevard, which is where most of this film is set. I used to live on Wilshire Boulevard. Really? You know when we went and got a pizza, some pizza in, when we were in LA? I don't expect you to remember because we got lots of pizza, but there was one point where we got pizza near where I used to live, and that was Wilshire Boulevard. Yes, I do remember. So if you just picture that, but we love us slowly coming down the street, we're in Volcano. Well, if I'd been reminded of that before the movie, I would have been able to put myself in, <laughs> in it. In it more. <laughs> I feel like this movie would have hit so much better if you just had like a map of LA. Oh my god, yes! Like next <laughs> to the screen, it's so exactly you- what you need. <laughs> and this is where it's coming down now. And these, because it's not even just they're talking about the streets; they're also talking about all the different train stations and metro lines, yeah, and tunnels and stuff. Like, I'm not invested in this at all. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, so one other character we need to give a shout out mm. to. One of the only other female characters mm-hmm. in this is that doctor. Oh yeah. There were so many weird side stories that they had going throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Like, we really learn a lot about her life and her marriage. <laughs> yeah, that is not going well. Not going very well at all. He does, I mean, speak of disrespect, he does not respect her. Mm-mm-mm. And dare I say, he probably doesn't respect the lava either. No, just, <laughs> I don't think he has any respect for lava or tornadoes or yeah. tsunamis. Far I bet out. he doesn't have a plan of what to do when a tsunami comes. Mm-mm. Up in his penthouse. Yeah, he like takes her to a penthouse and he's like, this is where we're going to live. And she's like, cool, great, love it. And then there's a natural, she's like, I'm a doctor, by the way. Actually- and he's like, yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to like help heaps of people in this. Look at the floorboards. But I'm rich. Yeah. So <laughs> that was like perfect 90s bullshit too. Uh, yeah. But yeah, what did you think about the doctor? No. Like cool to have like a little feminist moment mm. of like she's like no this is my job and it's important and I won't bend to your will just because you're a rich man yeah I'm here to fucking save people's lives mm. bitch yeah she was cool so I did like that yeah. and it was cool to see I mean oh I was gonna say this movie passed the Bechdel test but I don't think it does okay so I guess it probably does with Anne Hesh and Rachel. They've spoken about yes. It depends. It depends what gender the volcano is, though. Oh, if the volcano is male, then no. You know what I think is the volcano is so anxious that it might be a woman. I think she's a woman. I think she's a little angsty. Lady. Yeah, really responds to the boundaries that men put up. Yeah. So, <laughs> think, yeah. So it does pass the Bechdel test. Oh my god, yes. And let's just talk about the actual big crescendo moment of the film where they just block it, the lava with a barricade, and then that. Fixes everything. <laughs> As Chip said, how is the barricade watertight? How yeah. is it not trickling just, through? Yeah. And also where, like, there was lava everywhere in LA, it sounded like. Not just this point. So you've stopped this lava. But- mm. And then they blow up that building, that massive building, to, yeah. to make it fall down and have a mo- it's, just, it's just, it really ramps up right at the end. Yeah. With the craziness. I, yeah. Fuck it. it also, I'm I like, it. not to brag, but. 
I have been to Pompeii and uh-huh. um I, look, it seems maybe the lava is just different in Europe. <laughs> Maybe it's stronger. Maybe it has like a higher percentage of fucking shit up. Yeah, there's not as many preservatives and like, yeah. this, this is not more organic. Yeah, but that went through shit. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. So it would go through mm. a couple of concrete barricades. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope none of the ghosts of Pompeii were watching this because they would have been very Rude. upset. See, they're not respecting the ghosts of Pompeii. This they movie doesn't have a lot of respect. Full of disrespect. <laughs> also, when they just pour a bit of water on the lava. Oh my-, <laughs> oh my god! When the firefighters are pointing their hoses into the middle of lava. What is this doing? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I loved it. So I think this movie was pretty heavily panned and I think Dante's Peak was the one that was more famous and more realistic. Really? That year. Yeah. I think this movie didn't do very well. That's crazy because I like this movie so much more than Dante's yeah. Peak. I think Dante's Peak probably just appealed to more people because there was the visual of a big volcano and it's exciting. And, yeah. yeah. And an old lady gets burned. An old lady gets burned. <laughs> At least oh we get a man God. melting into lava in this one. Yeah. There was no, yeah. <laughs> you got to have some kind of crazy lava death. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. So, like, Sarah, I have some questions yes. about this movie. Sure. Did this movie make you horny? No. No. <laughs> I Look, the creak of a woman, she's beautiful. <laughs> But uh, there wasn't a, no, there wasn't a lot of room for horniness in this film. What about you? Yeah, um, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ash, the Greek of a woman. <laughs> uh, but no, it didn't make me horny. Okay. Would you recommend this movie on a date? Um, yes, mm-hmm. I would recommend this on a date because it is for one ninety minutes. Was horny for the ninety yeah. minutes. Yeah, true, 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 true. Love a ninety minute yes. movie. Um, and it's easy and it's fun and, yeah, you don't need to pay too much attention to yeah. it. Uh, there's just enough drama. There's not a lot of high stakes. Mm. No one does anything completely fucked. It's bizarre that there's lit- this literal lava going through the streets of Los <laughs> Angeles, but it never feels like the stakes are too high. Yeah. <laughs> I... So recommend this movie Yay! on a date. This is such a fun date movie, you guys. If your date's like, do you want to watch this movie, Volcano? I'd be like, let's get married right now. Let's this do it. Perfect suggestion. Like, you have fun with it. You don't take it seriously. There's moments that are exciting and, and cool and stuff, like when they're on the um, the ladder from the the fire truck and they're being like, uh, they're hanging off it above yeah. the lava. Like, all, like, there's little moments that are cool and exciting. Yeah, 100%. Nice. Movie. Ratings. So ratings. How? Oh, quickly. Mm. What question? The dog at the end. What happens to the dog? So at the end, he's just like, "Come on, Max!" And this dog comes out oh. of nowhere. <laughs> okay. And they just walk into the sunset. Oh, I didn't even remember that. I was like, "Was this dog at the start?" <laughs> oh, I don't remember. Where that. has the dog been this whole time? Oh yeah. Because that wasn't. You'd was think usually the dog's a main character. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, how many? <laughs> How many mystery dogs? Mystery dogs. Out of five. <laughs> I give it a fucking five. This is, yeah, this is for all of the reasons. This is a great movie. I'm going to give it a 3.8. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I, look, despite the fact I fell asleep, yeah. 
Uh, I think if I was more, I would have enjoyed it more. It was easy to follow. Stakes went too high. Yeah. Everyone did a good job with what they had. Yeah, thank you. I think it's also it's very lucky that this movie is being watched by us straight after the Doctor Strange. Yeah, uh, it's the palate <laughs> cleanser that we needed. And, yeah, you know, maybe maybe I wouldn't have enjoyed it as much had that not been pre- the previous one. But yeah, it's great. Cool. Nice. That was Volcano. You guys, we release episodes weekly, so please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And please join us next week when we are doing another 90-minute movie. We are really treating ourselves. Uh, Zombieland. Yes. This is another heavily requested one. Big time. Uh, With some great – we can't – there's some great messages about this movie that we can't wait to read out. Um, So remember to request. Yes. If you've got a movie, please send us requests. And we'll we'll try and – Remember to put it in the Google Doc. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you want to keep up with us and what movies we are reviewing, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dude Cinema Pod and like our Facebook page, Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema. You can chat to us there or shoot us an email at guide to Dude Cinema at gmail.com. And how you can support this podcast so many ways. We've got the Patreon, as we said, up top, $7 a month for, I think, over 100 bonus episodes I now. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, also videos, audio, um, giveaways, pre sales to tickets to live shows is that a teaser maybe uh you can also uh subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and also a great way to get your reviews in is to give us a five star review and in your review let us know what movie a dude has told you to see and we will review it for you like this cool cinema did michael unique username (laughs) oh very nice Uh, Michael says, the titular ladies have great rapport, wit, and charm. Oh, Michael, I'm going to kiss you. As someone who has almost certainly been that dude, it's great to find a refreshing new perspectives on cinema and reform my ways. Thank you so much, Michael. Uh, the Patreon is heaps worth it too. There we go. Double plug Hell for yeah, the Patreon. Uh, my app request is Highlander. I've dude cinnamon it to people before. The first one only, never the sequels. Correct. Well, that makes our job very easy. Okay. And Michael, keep tuned keep for the next tuned. couple of weeks. So there might be a little something for you. A little something, something. As a favor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, we have merch at com. Get some great totes and stickers for you to show your pride and love for this podcast. Great. Um, and finally, hmm. Alexia, and to all our cinemates, mm. a to you. And a to you and yours. Mm.